In the 24 hours of Colorado Gives Day, an estimated $50 million was raised for nearly 3,000 Colorado nonprofit organizations. Although that's an average of $16,000 per group, additional funds and operation strategies may be necessary to keep them going through this pandemic. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan, continuing to operate remotely as well. Nonprofit groups and organizations can loosely be organized into cultural arts, social services, and membership groups. Their funding was always tight previous to COVID-19. With their primary support revenue stream being shut down, other strategies to keep afloat are very necessary. Question is, aside from Colorado Gives Day, what other things can be done to support the nonprofit community sector? With some answers and insight to this question, is nonprofit business consultant from The Solution, who supports the Colorado Public Health Association, the Association of Colorado Chambers of Commerce, and the Colorado Association of Libraries, among others, we do welcome Ms. Dot Miller. You know, a lot of nonprofit organizations, chambers of commerce, and associations are getting really creative during this pandemic with fundraising and events. So as you probably know, a lot of organizations rely on that event revenue to be able to sustain them their operating budget. And, you know, I, I just give you a couple of examples. Hope House sure. did their um, gala virtually and raised $405,000. So people are still giving because they feel yeah. that need to, to help somehow during the COVID. And, you know, it's really a, a matter of who's giving them an opportunity to give and how are they marketing that opportunity. So innovation yeah. and creativity are key right now. And I think a lot of people did give on Colorado Gives Day, and I just love Community First Foundation for making that possible. The more visible nonprofits tend to be, I think, uh, uh, cultural arts. And in Colorado or in the area here, we have the scientific and and cultural district there, that, which does help, but that runs on sales tax. If nobody's buying anything, it's hard to give money from there as well. But there are also membership organizations that are nonprofits to go along with social services too. Are the uh, membership organizations being hit just as hard as cultural arts are too to keep them going? Oh, my goodness, yes. So Chambers of Commerce and Trade Associations are are the membership organizations we'll talk about right now. And and while COVID put the brakes on their major uh, revenue generators, um, you know, they they need event revenue, they need memberships and uh, membership dues and all of that to be able to sustain. So while the CARES Act funding came in, IDLE loans and PPP, 501c6 organizations were not eligible for those funds. So oh, again, really? They were not? No, they were not. Those were left out. So even the state, you know, the state of Colorado just convened an emergency session to give out millions of dollars from the state, which is fantastic. But again, 501c6 organizations were left out of those bills that are coming in. So really we rely on the membership of the trade associations to give back to those associations and the business community give back to those chambers. So right now, chambers are doing incredible work to help keep their businesses open, and a lot of municipalities mm-hmm. have been able to to funnel some of their CARES Act to the Chambers of Commerce because they are an integral part of keeping the business community, you know, uh, alive. The associations provide continuing education for their members. So you have members and businesses and individuals with licenses that need to be renewed, and their associations put those 
um, events on for them to get the continuing education that they're required to maintain their licenses. They've had to pivot and, and move to all virtual. And then you've got um, different technological um, hurdles that you need to overcome. For example, the Colorado Weed Management and Colorado Arborists and Lawn Care Professionals, they need yeah. their continuing education through the Department of Ag. They didn't previously have an online availability. So organizations like mine helped facilitate that conversation to make that happen. Is that going to be one of the things you think is going to carry over once the uh, uh, COVID-19 is it will probably never be put to rest, but at least will be mitigated, are some of the new outreaches or some of the new techniques that you're having to put into place that these nonprofits are having to put into place now that can assist them to survive even better in the future. Absolutely. Right now there are so many online tools that are being able to they, – what they really do is help that nonprofit organization or the, the trade association extend their reach in the community or regionally or nationally, depending on where they are and what their capabilities are. So there are a ton of online tools that are helping take these organizations to the next level. What you need is the, the team in place at the organization to think outside the box and really get creative and utilize those tools available to them. And so no matter if it's a membership organization or a social services organization like the United Way, for example, you know, doing this new out-of-the-box thinking is going to be essential to them and any way the public can help participate in that to support them is going to be necessary to get it done. Absolutely. When they're talking about retooling, uh, gosh, you know, and people have been laid off and you're trying to bring, uh, you're trying to find other ways of getting things done, you may be bringing in new people there. So you're going to see some jobs being turned over there as well. Maybe some of the people who were there, uh, unless they retooled themselves too, may not be coming back. So other people who have a different set of skill sets, that may be new job opportunities for them. So nonprofits and membership associations, that includes chambers of commerce and trade associations, are, are critical to our economy. So there are roughly 4,000 chambers of commerce in the United States with at least <laughs> one full-time staff person and thousands more chambers that are strictly volunteer entities. There are also 92,000 trade and professional associations in the U.S. So membership organizations employ more than 1.3 million people and generate a payroll of nearly $51 billion annually. And according to the National Center for Charitable Statistics, there are more than 1.5 million nonprofit organizations registered in the U.S. So we tend to give more money to cultural services, to cultural nonprofits, than to the membership nonprofits then because of probably the visibility then. And, and the membership ones are the ones that have a pretty strong economy that they are con contributing back to us. Absolutely. When you think of the general public giving, they're giving to organizations yeah. that really tug at their heartstrings and things that they are passionate about. When you think uh -huh. of membership organizations and chambers of commerce, they are part of those organizations for the resources that our organization provides, whether it's continuing education, um, professional development, uh, any kind of legislative advocacy, those members need that resource of their organization and for that they will sponsor events and they will 
um, increase their dues and they'll pay to attend uh, uh, virtual events now, but in-person events before. And that's really where the revenue comes from with, for membership organizations. It's from the members themselves. In America, small businesses tend to be the economic driver. So small businesses need the education. They need the extra training. They need the uh, business development support that membership associations provide. Absolutely. Is that something that the general public can contribute to as well, a membership uh, organization? Because the idea is that, well, you know, we go for cultural arts because everybody pays tickets there, but nobody thinks about or that much about membership organizations except those who are who belong to it or working in the sector of it. Absolutely. So the general public can support nonprofits and membership organizations by you know, belonging to those organizations. You don't need to be a business owner to be a member of your Chamber of Commerce. um, Oh, really? Everybody goes to work, right? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody goes to work. So your place of employment is probably a member of the trade association of the industry that you're in. So so my um, recommendation is get involved, you know, and really talk to the folks that that are higher up in your organization to to check and see where you can be involved in your um, association. And, and register for the events that they have and tell the friends about the organizations that they're a part of and the nonprofits that they like. Share it with your, share it on your social media and share it with your friends. I think it's really mm-hmm. important that, um, people talk more about their local chamber of commerce and their, their trade associations. In times of a pandemic, the trade associations and the chambers of, of commerce are the, the organizations that businesses flock to to be able to right. thrive in this time. And they are the they are the organizations that are helping businesses get through this. Yeah, can volunteers uh help them do what uh, help them do the things they have to do to help their uh, membership then? Is this a good volunteer uh opportunity? Absolutely. And every association has volunteer opportunities. You know, you can google the, you know, something local to you, something you're passionate about. Let's say, mm-hmm. for example, that you are passionate about uh, landscaping or lawn care. Um, you can Google the Colorado Arborists and Lawn Care Professionals and see what volunteer opportunities that association has. If you care yeah. very much about the local business community, you know, take a look at your local chamber of commerce um, and, and see what it is you can do to help out there. Absolutely. With a lot of baby boomers coming out of jobs, some voluntarily and some not, but looking for the next steps and something to do, perhaps supporting uh, membership organizations and other nonprofits like that can uh, metamorph into their next step in their journey as well. Absolutely. Is your organization uh, suggesting to uh, your nonprofit clients about not when things are going to get back to normal because February 2020 will never exist again, but uh, when they can expect um, some of the, you know, the the effects of the COVID to be mitigated and they can look at building a new normal. Are you suggesting to them when that might be uh, happening or occurring? Well, I happen to have this little crystal ball that sits right on my table. (laughs) I wish I could. You know what we are doing? So I own an association management company. We manage and help guide trade associations and chambers of commerce. And what we're saying to them right now is strategic planning is the most important thing that you can be doing right now. Nobody wants to sit in a day and a half long or two day 
Zoom meeting on strategic planning. So we are working with associations and chambers to do sprint strategies. So there are little 90-minute sprint strategies on the different different topic areas that their organization needs to look at to the future. So we do all yeah. of the surveying ahead of time of the stakeholders and the members to find out what are the pain points, what are where are we going to be 18 months from now, and how are we going to get there. I think that the tools that we're using now in a virtual world will always be there. Of course we're going to want to get back together. And, you know, I, I listen in on all of these calls about the vaccine and how Colorado has, you know, ordered the vaccine for the uh, first responders that should be here uh, right. mid-December. And then by the spring, we should have the, um, you know, the vaccine for the general public. But what does the distribution look like? How soon are you and I going to have that vaccine? And then there's 21 days until you have your second vaccine. So when realistically are we going to have that second vaccine? So although yeah. we're planning for a virtual spring, summer, maybe we could do some hybrid. Not really sure. But by the end of the summer, we ought to be able to be back in person again if, if we're really doing the logistics right. The Denver Center for Performing Arts and other arts organizations are hearing that they may not be able to get touring shows or back on stage again until early 22, you know, maybe late 21, but early 22. And uh, we also have the situation where operations managers of companies are saying, if everybody's loving to work at home, maybe we can shrink some floor space and save some money. You'll see a lot of that in offices. People that didn't think, so we all work remotely. You know, we've been yeah. doing it for years and trying to convince associations and chambers that want to grow that they don't have to hire staff to, to be in the office. You can outsource those things and save on your overhead. So as you grow and, and come back, you know, life comes back to normal, consider outsourcing or you know, having a virtual office to save on your overhead. And I think that we'll see more and more of a remote workforce, which we'll see, you know, less cars on the road, less traffic. We'll see yeah. more people saving money and getting creative with their outsourcing. I think it's really in this hybrid virtual world, I don't think it'll ever be all in person anymore. Now that we know the opportunities to be in a hybrid situation where some of your people are in person and some of them are online, I think you'll start to see a lot more of that. We thank Ms. Dot Miller of The Solution, which consults and supports nonprofits managing their way through COVID-19 for being our guest on this edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. Mask up when going out. And many thanks to you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.